When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Welcome to Made by Women by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. At a moment when businesses face some of the biggest challenges in recent history, we bring you inspiring stories, practical insights, and shared learnings to help you successfully navigate in today's environment. I'm Kim Azzarelli, and thanks so much for joining us today. Phaedra Knight isn't the first sports star to turn athletic success into business success, but the path she took is far from familiar. Let's start with her sport. She's a rugby champion. In fact, Phaedra, who played for the U.S. national team, among others, was named Rugby's Player of the Decade in 2010 and was the first African-American inducted into the Rugby Hall of Fame. Phaedra is also a lawyer and a philanthropist and an activist, and she travels around the country speaking and advocating for LGBTQ rights, as well as on behalf of anti-bullying. Phaedra's talent for entrepreneurship has resulted in PSK Collective. It's a collective of former athletes that sells athletic wear and street wear for girls and women of all body types. We spoke with Phaedra about her experience running a company built around purpose and how her experience in sports has shaped her journey as an entrepreneur. Please enjoy my conversation with founder of PSK Collective, Phaedra Knight. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here today. Tell us a little bit about PSK Collective, what it sells, uh, and why it's different from other companies that sell athletic wear and streetwear. So, yeah, that's um, <laughs> one of my favorite questions to ask. Um, it, it, PSK is, is different, right? The, <laughs> the, the start of this company is, is, is quite different, I think, from, from most. Um, and, and just to give you a little bit of background, backstory, you know, as a lifelong athlete, I, you know, I feel like I've always had a difficult time fitting conventional clothing with a very, you know, muscular build. I often resorted to custom or semi-custom clothing to to really showcase my unique street-inspired and androgynous look. And so, you know, after going through many years of just, you know, feeling out of place in, again, in conventional clothing, 
um, and, and going the traditional route. And after talking to other athletes, honestly, male and female, who um, encountered the same challenges, I was inspired to create this fully inclusive streetwear and activewear line that would cater to, in this particular case, athletic body girls, women, and individuals alike. Um, now, what, what makes us different? Um, this this brand is more than just about uh, style. It's more than just about clothing. Um, it was a combination of my love for clothing and my passion for women's rights and equality that really inspired this PSK collective. And so, you know, what we have done from the start, you know, we create cl- comfortable clothes that are include that are size inclusive. Um, that are gender inclusive, even though we are focusing right now on a women's line, um, you know, we, a lot of uh, many of our things are, are unisex, right? And so it, it's it's not just limited. And we will be launching a men, you know, our men's line. I wanted to capture, like I said, this essence of women's rights and women's equality, and I wanted to be able to benefit that community. And not just that community, but eventually to dedicate uh, some significant funding and resources to the several social justice uh, efforts out there, right? And so we have committed, it's a part of our, it's inherently built into our business model to give back 15% of our profits. And, and we partnered with the Women's Sports Foundation initially. Um, uh, you know, so if we are, if we become a, you know, a hundred million dollar profiting company, we want to be able to give back, what's that, $15 million to the Women's Sports Foundation or to, you know, and, and as we, yeah. So it's, it's about putting our money where our mouth is and, and, um, really, um, pushing the boundaries, um, redefining, you know, fashion and expression shifting attitudes around both of these themes um, and, and, and really bringing in the voice of the Gen Z population to sort of lead that effort. I think there's no better example of a generation of people who have just really kind of stood up and said, you know what, we, we are about, you know, being good people. We're about human rights. We are about um, everyone having a fair shot. Um, you know, away with this nonsense that we've sort of been, I feel like, hamstruck um, as, a, as a human race. And so mm-hmm. that's, you know, I think that's what kind of sets us apart from all others. And I think there's some incredible brands out there. But again, this is this is like at the sort of at the core of who we are. This is our at our very, you know, this is our very essence. So we at Seneca agree so much with everything you've just said and sort of your mission and how you built your business, which was so interesting with that social, pro-social goal in mind. I want to back up a little bit. You are obviously extremely well known for your impressive rugby career. You've been selected as a top player in the world in two different positions. You were named USA Rugby Player of the Decade in 2010. You were inducted into the World Rugby Hall of Fame in 2017. How was it to make the transition from being an athlete to being an entrepreneur? Well, in my case, it was it was actually quite easy, and I'll tell you why. I don't know if you're aware, but um, I I have always sort of been an entrepreneur, right? I've always, even throughout the um, 
um, through, throughout the course of my rugby career, I was working, right. I was, I had a, uh, I created a, a cleaning business at one point in an effort to sort of rescue myself from having to work for someone um, so that I could train um, at my own, on my own schedule for rugby. Um, and so it wasn't a difficult transition to make. I, I, I have been a multitasker and I know that's not necessarily the uh, studies have shown that it's not necessarily the greatest thing to be able to multitask, but it's a handy thing um, in the world that we live in. Right. And it, it's, it's yep, inevitable. Definitely. You're going to get things done. Right. And so I have, you know, over the course of my entire life, have always had multiple things going on, you know, in high school, in middle school, you know, in high school, I was an athlete. I was also in a number of different clubs and, um, you know, I was very active in 4-H. So you could call that really my job. And I work, right? I work on my family farm. And so I was, I've all, it's in my DNA to be able to sort of handle many things, to, to be an athlete, to be sort of a, a renaissance uh, personality or have a renaissance personality. And so, um, you know, when this opportunity came about um, to really put this, 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 this idea and concept um, into action, I was actually retired from rugby in 2017. Um, and I, in 2019, started training for mixed martial arts. And so I, 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 I took the, the one one hat as an athlete off and then picked up another one a couple of years later. And then during the, in the midst of the pandemic, we decided we were going to launch PSK Collective. And so it's, it's really been a, it's an, it's been an interesting thing, right? Um, the, the one thing that I can say now is I'm so used to it, right? The stress and the pressure that it's become a lot more, a lot less, slightly more, but more background. That's a lot less, um, restrictive. Um, and I know that I can juggle it and, and perform and do well, as long as when I'm training MMA, that is where I'm focused in that hour and a half to two hour um, session. That is where my focus is. And when I am on a call with a retailer, that is absolutely where my focus is. And I've done the prep work leading into those, those things to be ready and prepared. And so it's all about being present. And so I, you know, the transition has been actually pretty seamless uh, to answer your question um, because it's just something that I, I think I just, I, I do, I do, you know? Yeah. It comes natural to you. So it sounds, because a lot of people find these types of transitions really tough. Yeah. Now you also, as you just mentioned, launched the company during the pandemic, not an easy thing to do. What made you decide to do that? Well, uh, you know, Dara, my business partner and I, we had planned to, to, to launch this thing, obviously, in 2020. Um, and then the pandemic hit. And we were just like, oh, wow, this is, this is definitely not something like most people, like everyone, something that was completely unanticipated. But we felt like, especially, you know, um, because we are, you know, from the get-go, a social justice, I like to call it really a social justice movement um, and collective. Because that was one of our cornerstone, fo- you know, focus. That that's our cornerstone focus. Um, we we felt like it, it, you know, it was there was no better time really than that than that time. And with the type of apparel we were launching, 
it was very appropriate. No one was wearing suits. No one was, you know, getting dressed to go to work because no one's really going into the office. Everyone was at home, you know, doing their Zoom calls um, and, you know, making every effort to be as comfortable as possible. And so, um, and we felt also because around the time that we decided we were going to launch and it just happened to work out this way, you know, June was, we had a, we had our first sort of media event in June of 2020. And that was also around the time that, uh, you know, uh, or well, a little bit after George, the George Floyd incident, but it was a, during a very turbulent time in our country, right? We were going through um, the beginnings of a, a, not really the beginnings, but we were, you know, as, as we, as we knew it, we were upon a social, like a, a racial reckoning. And so we felt like what we wanted to bring the kind of attention we wanted to bring and arouse um, an energy that we wanted to spawn up was, you know, the kind of energy that the, the, the country needed, the world needs. Right. Um, and and um, so we just we didn't we didn't we didn't really I say we didn't care um, about the risk, the big risk that, you know, that, you know, one's going to buy a product or people, you know, are so money crunched that they're not going to you know, they're not going to spend extra. That wasn't our thought. It was just about getting our messaging out there. Um, you know, getting our athletes, our athlete ambassadors out, you know, and then on a platform where they had a, little, a bit of raised visibility, um, to share their messages. Um, and really again, to just keep the doing the work so that we could ultimately help fund at this time, like I said, the women's sports foundation, we could contribute in some way, um, to what they're doing, right? And, and push the good work that they're doing on the advocacy side, um, you know, on the community side. And so, uh, that, that really, that wasn't, uh, something that we felt, you know, was a holdback, the pandemic. We felt like that it was actually a perfect opportunity, um, you know, to, to really go out there. So we did it. <laughs> Amazing. And such success. So how did you pick your ambassadors and what role do they play in the company? Well, we, um, you know, I, I knew or know, I, 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 I knew most of the ambassadors very well, very well coming into this. A number of them were ambassadors for the Women's Sports Foundation. And they were, you know, folks I had met through my work with the foundation. Um, a number of them, you know, we had like Naya Tapper. She was actually a really good friend. And um, I played rugby with her. We were in, uh, we, we both were, uh, vying for a position on the for the 2016 olympic team um and so i spent had spent quite a bit of time with her and we had got grown close um and um you know others i just i looked at different uh sports that i felt like didn't get the kind of publicity right that they deserved um you know like water polo um kaylee uh, gilchrist and um uh, Hannah Roberts, you know, with BMX. And so I, you know, I wanted a, a big part of this was to not just, you know, bring these top tier athletes, but it was to bring athletes from sports that didn't necessarily get the media coverage as your mainstream sports. Um, and as we know, like women's, women's sports don't get a ton of coverage anyway. Well, I think they, um, we, we get about 3% of um, television time of all the sports that you see on television. So 
you, you know, with the exception of something like tennis and soccer and, you know, maybe, maybe now the WNBA basketball, you could really, he had your, you know, I had to, you have a, the pick of the litter really for, for sports that you could bring a bit more visibility to. So that was some of the, my rationale. I, and I wanted to, to also, you know, identify, um, you know, ambassadors who, you know, had social justice and, and, and women's equity and equality, um, at, at that, you know, at their, at the heart of their, their, um, agenda as well. You know, some folks who were out there doing the good work and, um, had a platform and wanted to, to really propel themselves and, and create a, a, a bigger voice and a, and a collective voice. And so that was, a, that was really the chemistry that <laughs> sort of fueled how we went about selecting our ambassadors. We'll be back with Seneca's Made by Women after this short break. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. So you have had a lot of success already. Your collective activewear is already being sold by retailers like Walmart and Kohl's. What did it take to make this all happen? And what's your vision for the future? Well, you know, credit, uh, tons of credit given to uh, my partner, business partner, Rosara Bahari. She uh, has made an incredible amount of just wonderful contacts in the fashion and retail industry over the course of her career. Um, so she has, she was very instrumental in helping bring about a number of those things. Um, and, um, but we, we, we had a, we had a, a essentially, a, 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 I guess it was a, a media, soft media launch, like I said, back in June of 2020 and invited a number of different retailers, brought our, a, a handful of our ambassadors on board for that. It was a big zoom call. And we just, you know, we share with them what we were doing. We share with them this idea. We we share with them some of the apparel that we wanted to start with, um, you know. And I think the concept and and then the biggie was obviously the the the, the big give back to the fifteen percent. And you know, this is something that, that no one's done before, you know, in, in this way. 
And I think that was that was a huge part of it. And I think the authenticity of everyone involved, right? Like it's not we're not doing this. I'm not doing this. You know, this is not about making a ton of money for me. This is about being able to again, you, you know, take the ambassadors that we have um, and and link them, um, you know, uh, to. Uh, in a, put them in a position where they can have very positive impact on young girls, you know, out there, right? It's about um, being able to generate funding again for Women's Sports Foundation for our partners um, and, and putting positive messaging out there um, and creating really good and comfortable clothes, right? So, but that is, that is the core of it. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, we were able to just really talk about what we loved and what we did. And you look at our accomplishments as athletes. Um, it, it, it was, it was all too compelling to say no to, you know, it was, you know, and it, the proof is in the pudding. So and I think to the, the other thing, you know, we, we understand, right. And this is a conversation I had with Zara just the other day. Um, you know, it, we, we are constantly striving to make our clothes better, right. we, we don't want to just stop it where we are. It's not good enough to just be where we are today, right? Every garment that we have, we want to make better. And we want to hear from our our consumers if, you know, they're not happy. Because it's about that, you know, it's that it, you're employing that, that athlete mentality. It's just, okay, you, you know, you're always shooting for perfection. You're always trying to make it better for the person that you're serving. And so, um, and because that, that feeds into the, the bottom line again, which is being able to fuel the social justice movement and the people in the front line that are out there doing that work, um, the more we can sell, the more we can give back. And so um, that's, you know, I think that was a probably an overwhelming message. And again, you know, I think retailers needed something very positive to, to, to connect to, um, much like everyone else in the world. And so I'm grateful and humble that they, um, you know, have given us the opportunity to 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 um, sell our apparel on their on their platform, and they've taken you know they've taken on this brand um, because I think it's you know it's it serves a very positive purpose, and so I, I can imagine that's probably some of the reasons why they've decided to bring on PSK. You know, I, I'll I'll go on further to say, you know, you take a corporation like Kohl's, um, you know, they've always supported um, a, a diverse background of brands and designers and team members. And so I think that that's what really made us a great fit for them. Fantastic. Well, we are so excited that you did what you did during the pandemic and you went forward and launched this. It's very inspiring to see how you've kind of built the company through the lens, as you say, of social justice and with the goal of giving back. For our women listeners who may be thinking of starting a business, is there any advice you might share with them? Yeah, uh, the best the best advice I could share is, uh, and this may not be coming from uh, you know my my uh, experiences from PSK as much as it is just from being an athlete, is um, embrace the failure, embrace the things that come out of left a left build because. As, as long as you, you're still alive and have an opportunity to continue to push forward your vision, um, and you, you, th- those are all just ways of collecting data. Those are just all 
that's just all a data, data collection process. And the more data you have, the more you know. Um, and the better you can take those little what, what people call failures and transition into successes. And so, you know, again, things don't go your way or the way you thought or plan. Embrace that because that is some really good information. Um, and certainly don't take don't take no as final. Right. Because no here is a yes somewhere else. So. There's always an opening. Every time someone, you know, says no or combats or shuts you down, it's only presenting an opportunity somewhere else. And so um, we have come this far um, and it's because we were relentless and resilient. And so just keep that in mind in those dark moments when, you know, because those are the times in the dark moments when you need that encouragement. I mean, when things are great, then, you know, there's no problem. but it's when you know the, the, you're in the in the storm of failure and um, disappointment that you know it becomes very difficult to to continue and so it's just you know manage those things as like they're like for what they are information and don't be blinded by the myth that you know whatever is happening in that moment is final. Love it. That is incredibly important advice. You know, I totally agree with you because you actually never really know what's good or bad in that moment. What feels like bad could actually be a great opportunity. So I, I love that advice. And I think we should all be thinking about that a lot. Thank you so much again for everything you're doing. Thanks for joining us on this show. And we look forward to continuing to work with you so that the world knows about PSK Collective and shops PSK Collective and uh, appreciate everything you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. I'd love to uh, chat again sometime in the future. but. Uh... Again, appreciate the opportunity to talk to you today. Always a pleasure to talk about the brand. So inspiring. There is so much we can learn from Phaedra. Here are three things I took from the conversation. First, use what you know when creating your company. With her athletic build, Phaedra had a hard time finding conventional clothing that fit. After talking to other athletes who were having the same struggle, a business idea took shape. Second, Lean into the skills you already have and apply them to your business. As an athlete, Phaedra was particularly skilled at staying focused and goal-oriented. As she tells us, whether she was training for an MMA bout or getting ready to call a potential sales partner, the ability to focus is a key advantage. Finally, don't be afraid of no. As Phaedra says, don't take no as final because no here is a yes somewhere else. So there's always an opening. Phaedra's experience showed her that there's always opportunity if you just keep going. Made by Women is brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio with support from founding partner P&G. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. 
Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.